Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for episode four of Spirit Talks underscore AU. I am Russell Ross and I am here with... Kedra and Diane. Kedra and Diane, the two favourite girls. We've had some lovely responses to the first few um, podcasts that we've done. Thank you very much for all those who are listening. We would still like to get your comments and your thoughts. So by all means, please email us at spirittalks underscore au at gmail.com, dot au, I think. And we have some other ones in, in the description as well. Today, we are going to approach the subject of negative conditioning, the old narrative that goes on inside of us when we're trying to create change within ourselves and all three of us have had some pretty sort of like phenomenal changes over the last years mm-hmm. few years um for those who don't know me or those who do know me and it's just, I used to be 330 kilos I am no longer such um Still not at my goal weight, but I'm hoping to get there at some stage. Um, but have lost, well, I had lost 154 kilos. Yeah. So um, life-changing, massively life-changing. And then, you know, trying to learn to, one of the things I realised when I was moving up to Coffs Harbour was that I did not know how to live as a normal person. I didn't know how to, um, I would plan my day over, like everything was around my weight, everything was around how much energy do I need, can I do this, can I sit on a chair, can I not sit on a chair, can I fit into a car, can I not fit into a car, you know, you name it, that was that, that my whole world was wrapped around that, that sort of thinking. And then when I'd lost the weight and well, I, I was at that point where, well, I don't have to think about these things as much, but my brain still does. Mm-hmm. And my brain still sees me as this gigantic man, even though I'm still big, you know, I'm six foot four. Well, I used to be six foot five. How disgraceful. I've gone down to six foot four, six foot four and a half. I've lost that shrunk um yeah you know and and how do you live and then and at the same time you've got this narrative going on inside of you you've got these thoughts going on inside of you so I'm going to leave it up to the girls they're going to talk about like some changes that they've gone through that you people out there may have gone through in your lives as well I know that Diane's gone through something similar to myself Mm -hmm. but she's now the poster girl for perfection um, if you really want to see perfection, then you get onto Instagram <laughs> and you check out Miss Diane. She'll put her Instagram onto the comments and she's going to tell you what her Instagram page is mm-hmm. because you'll be able to see the most beautiful woman under the world. Mm. She just keeps forgetting that I'm the pretty one. So we'll have to get into that one at some stage. So off you go, Diane. How how do you feel? Like what happens? what's happened to you and then on top of that, how do you deal with your negative conditioning, with, with the stuff that sits inside of you? Firstly, you're always going to be the prettier one. Oh, does you know. <laughs> isn't it the truth? Isn't it the truth? It is. It's hard to, yeah, it no, is. it's hard I've to deny this. I, I really have. 
Mate, I'm not turning it down so the ugly people can get jealous anymore. That's it, you know. It's, it's too much, you know. <laughs> I love it. Beyond. Beyond. Yeah. Um, okay, so my transformation has been with weight loss and career. I lost 65 kilos and, you know, that was after putting on a heap of weight um, when I was pregnant with my son as well. So I, we were married for 10 years before I actually gave birth to him. So that road to, you know, that fertility road where kind of, you know, some people have issues, some people don't, but that fertility road for me wasn't so easy and it led to a lot of weight gain. But that also in effect, I think it affected so many parts of me, whether, you know, Mm. relationships work. It was, I, I lost my voice for a time there. And with the weight loss, my voice came back and life started to change just because I became more confident in my skin. I was who I needed to be once again. Um, But it's so, it's so interesting that, um, and I actually had the conversation with my best friend a few months ago to say, I'm taken seriously now. Whereas at that weight, in terms of media world, I wasn't taken seriously. Mm. Absolutely. And it still now makes me second guess things of, well, you know, I, I think to myself, okay, you're still that bigger girl. Or I'll look in the mirror and go, no, you can't wear that. You can't do that because no, like, but now I've kind of had to recondition myself and speak to myself in a different way and allow myself to, to have those feelings, the feelings that Mm. I guess we're told that we shouldn't have, or we can't, or, it was really strange because even though I was really large, I never saw myself that size. Oh, look, I, he's me, massively, massively obese, you know, 300 kilos. Like I, I can remember before my spinal surgery and, and like my background, I mean, I had spinal surgery. Um, I did everything for myself, you know, and I was running around the countryside. I, I, I was uh, doing all sorts of things, you know, I was 270 to 280, 290 kilos. And I never in my mind's eye imagined that I was as big as what I actually was, you know. Um, it would only become very obvious, as I said, you know, you go to sit on a chair or you go to, you know, do something else, you know what I mean? So for me, because, of, because I was so... And, and, and unlike yourself, you know, mm-hmm. I, I was a skinny child, but by the age of 10, I started to put on the weight. So by the age of 13, I was 121 kilos. So I, in my, in my mind, I have always been gigantic. Mm. So it's, I've never had a reference. I can remember, I can remember being like a skinny child. I can remember living on a farm when I was six or seven years old and, you used to have like fencing like that was like for um for sheep and it'd be like this big big square panels mm. of, of like fencing. And I could fit through one of those square panels. I could put my head through, put my arms through, put my head through and squeeze my body through. I can still remember getting through those little square panels when I was that age. You know? Um and to go from that to um what I became was was just um yeah, and it is it is demoralizing, and it is it is shame building mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. And 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 you are for me personally, I was um, relentlessly barraged by people. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and and knocked into into into, into submission, as you said, lost my voice mm. big time. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, made to feel basically shit about myself, you know. So yeah, so. So basically what we're talking about here is we're getting back to what we're saying about the, the negative conditioning. Mm-hmm. So when you have negative conditioning come up and those thoughts come up, what do you do to get yourself out of that headspace? I have to check myself. I know it sounds really basic, but I actually have to check myself and go, mm. hang on, no, you you shouldn't be thinking like that or shouldn't be feeling like that why why is that person make like if it's a if it's someone in specific like specifically why are they saying that to you why are they behaving in that way to you Mm -hmm. and then i kind of look at it and go okay maybe it's on them maybe it's actually not to do with me at all maybe uh, uh it's so strange it's so strange um people's reaction after not seeing me and then seeing me now, seeing me thrive with with my business, with myself, with my family. I think they almost want to know how and why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they still treat me like that bigger girl, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's happened to you, but I'm still hey. treated like that that overweight oh. girl. Uh, yes, a- 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 and and. It's amazing how many people want to feed you, especially when you're on, when, especially when you're on the diet and you're starting to lose the weight and things like that. And then people start making comments like, oh, look how thin you're becoming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got skinny shoulders and stuff like that. And it's like, hello, but look at the rest of me. I'm still, you know, sitting like even when I was coming down 240, 230, all that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, you know, people were sort of like, like talking about how skinny I was becoming. And I was like, no, 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 no. Look at me, you know, and stuff like that, you know? So yeah, it's, 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 they're not, they're not meaning to do anything. They're not meaning to say anything. It's how I'm actually perceiving the comment as yeah. well. And I'm still perceiving the comment through my negative conditioning of like, you know, how other people see me or worried about how other people see mm-hmm. me, you know, what about you, Kedra? You know, how, how do you, how do you feel your transformation has taken place and how does your inner, that, that, that little voice that sometimes pops up and sort of like, you know, goes boo, you know, how does it manifest for you? Um. Mm, thinking I think the subconscious comes up in my dreams mm-hmm. with the negative with the, when you talk about negative conditioning so I might have had something trigger me through the day or through the week whatever and then what I find is that it sits it sits in my subconscious and then will come out in a dream so there might be a series of dreams that that kind of almost signpost certain things for me. That's probably one thing that that it happens. But the other thing I could probably say is that um, usually it's my reaction to things. So I used to say yes to everybody, um, people-pleasing mm-hmm. behaviour. So I want, I want everyone to, you know, yeah, I can do anything. I can do it all. It, it, it's all good. Um, but now it's um, let me get back to you. Let me think about if I've got enough time on my plate. Um, Remember, 
because of the transformation or because of the things that I've gone through, um, my biggest, you know, and, and when we talk about weight or we talk about other things, for me it was um, a whole combination of things. Happy to talk about it as it all comes up, but I, I'll probably just say that over the years my situation was a very long, long road to being in a very toxic space mm. and relationship um, that then that then opened up a whole lot of other issues for me that I wouldn't have expected. Mm. But if I'd said that I, I was asked this question last night, why did you stay so long? And the answer is because I didn't think that I deserved anything better at my lowest point. I really was in a place in my career where I really worked on my career and didn't work on the other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't a big child either. I, I, when I say I wasn't big, I, I certainly um, was active, a lot of sport, everything else. And then um, even, you know, to the point where, you know, I was, I was at my prime for a long period of time. And then um, I think the first blow, the first body blow and the first, um, you know, realisation that, you know, I could get so deeply hurt. Um, then the old friend of, you know, how do I shove my feelings down? How do I do this? How do I do that? Okay. So the internalising of things and, and basically carrying on like nothing matters, um, you know, it was a slow build-up for me and um, it's taken a long time to unlearn some of those behaviours and those negative conditioning, even to the point where I can really see it for what it is. Um, I can really listen to what people are trying to get me to do. Mm. I'm probably not even answering the question, Russell, because I've probably gone right off. No, track. no, 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 you ha you ha no, 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 you haven't at all. You haven't at yeah. all. I, I think, I think it's, you know, you know, the reason why we're asking or talking from our own experience because every single person is different mm -hmm. you know yes. there, there are certain there are certain sort of like aspects that could be um, um, shared by many people um, mm. but when you're in the middle of it it is your oh, you it, don't, it's a shitstorm it's an absolute shitstorm at the time you're in it because you don't know where to go you're scared you're scared and terrified is the right word. Mm of what people are going to think and judge you. Not only that, you're trying to keep yourself together. You're treading on water on the surface and you're madly paddling underneath to work out how am I going to reverse? How am I going to get out of this? What's the plan? And one thing Russell knows about me and die as well, I'm a great planner. I put something on Instagram yesterday. A lot of people that know me would know that this was probably true. You know, think of the iceberg theory, a plan on the top, but all the other things underneath. I would go over and over and over in my mind of the possible scenarios and I would freak out if I had to make a decision. Even like if I do this, if I do that, you know. But that's but, that, but that's, that's the way but that's your that, that was your coping mechanism. You became a plan right. you became a planner because that was your way of of, of keeping in control of everything and, 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 and being able to go, Rodeo, if I plan like three months, six months, 12 months ahead of myself and I lay the then ground. nothing will go wrong. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I put the parallels down that road and that's where I'm going and that's what I'm doing um, and everything's nicely tucked in. 
and all that yes. sort of stuff, you know, then 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 I can stay focused and I don't have to think about the other stuff. You know, it'll still pop in every now and then. I'll still have to because it always pops in. It mm. always worms its way in. It doesn't matter how much you try and get rid of it. It's it's still very much there. It'll still very much come up and slap you in the face every now and then. You know, mm. but ultimately, if I keep a certain direction, then I'll that, then I'll be fine. So for you, you know, being able to create this like have this you know doing attitude and planning attitude and and you know making it happen sort of thing basically like right in front of your face that that was your way you know and and and, and, I, and if I think about what you're saying sorry if you think about staying in control, control and on track mm. that's very much what a diet does for you that's very much what a what a you know what a plan does for you you know when people fail in the first like they have this great loss and then all of a sudden you know I know we've we've heard it and we've got we've gone through it then all of a sudden it's like oh why don't I lose weight for the and it could go on for six I know in when I was right close to my um, first goal that I was trying to achieve when I'd lost a lot of weight after Alyssa mm-hmm. um, in, from having my baby, um, you know, I wondered why I was yo-yoing back and forth for about eight weeks, lose 500, gain 500, lose 500, gain 100. And all I can tell you is that I have a psychological number that I can't smash. Well, this time I'm very close and it's to the point where I'm getting back on track and I'm not stopping. And that's the change in my mental conditioning. Sorry, I don't but, but, know. No, no, but that's okay. But but you've got to also think of like from where you were back then mm-hmm. to who you are today is yeah. a vastly different person. You know what I mean? So totally. so it's not just about staying on track to, to get to your to to your sort of like psychological number. That's part mm. of it. That's that's part of like you like like mm-hmm. like heading towards the goal. The fact is that you, you that 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 part of you that goes up and down, like I was, I was saying in my Instagram post, you know, yes. you know, I can drop six kilos and, and, and put on five kilos or put on six kilos or put on eight kilos and then mm-hmm. come back down again and go back up, down, and all that sort of stuff. I have little successes and things like that and things that, that, that make me feel really good about myself and then I'll turn around and do stuff that makes me feel absolutely shit about myself, you know what I mean? So it, 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 what, what it's doing, it's, it's, I think what we're trying to do is, 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 one, the conditioning is still very much, alive and is still very much like still subconsciously talking to yourself but the other thing I think also is what's happening is is that we're testing the water I think part of us tests the water to see what the reaction is you know not not just with outside people but with ourselves what what's the payoff you know what are we going to get from this you know um can we take that step can we go that far can we can we go towards what our ultimate goal is um and take us to a place where we'll, 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 we'll allow ourselves to accept our own successes, our own happinesses, you know. So, um, and and yeah, that 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 inner dialogue, that inner conditioning, it's it, it's so sneaky, you know. It's it's just so sneaky. It just mm-hmm. it, it, it comes at you from so many subtle ways. Like, oh, don't worry about that. You'll be fine. You know, it's it, 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 it's only like you know a cookie. You know what I mean, or, or you know, oh, don't worry about the sugar and stuff like that. You'll be fine. You know, you 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 you'll you'll work it out. And then you go to look. You sit there and you look at the exercise bike or the treadmill or, or whatever. And you, next thing you know, five days gone by and you're still looking at it. You know, mm-hmm. and and you and you've got this internal dialogue going on. And one of the things that that used to come to me when I first started going like like losing weight and things like that is is, and also. Um, like in certain parts of my life, uh, I have this thing. There was this um, uh, guy over in India 
oh, I can't think of his name at the moment. It'll come to me. Um, he was a, he was a monk, and he used to he has this thing where he said, "You know, think. You know, think. You just do." So so when it comes to like me jumping on my bike or doing like that, if I'm in the good frame of mind, or even if I'm battling that no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, mm. I go into don't think about it. Don't even get into the conversation with it, with yourself. Just do it. Yeah. Just jump on. And, 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 and the question becomes either do it or don't. But make up your mind. That's your decision. You own your decision. Exactly. So you, yeah. Own your decision. Own, own your own narrative. If you're, if you're in that space where you can't mm. and, if it's, and if you can't for a day or if you can't for a week or if you can't for a month or you can't for a year and stuff like that, that's okay. That is okay. You know, this is nobody else's timeline but yours, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes a long time to walk your way up out of, I suppose you can say depression, out of this negative conditioning that you have been swimming in your whole entire life, you know, coming from parents, coming from other people, mm-hmm. coming from experience, coming from past relationships. People, as you said, Kedra, you know, people say, to women, I have so many clients. I've gone through so many divorces with so many women. And, and, and one of the things they say, as, as, as they say to you, is like, well, why didn't you go sooner? You know, you, you oh. knew what was going on. Why didn't, why didn't you leave sooner? It's got nothing to do with that. No. You know, no. One, one is, yes, fear. Where do I go? What do I do? How will I survive? How will I take care of my kids? Bra rah, 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 rah. Uh, uh, on lots of different levels and lots of different extremes. But the other side of it is, and I've noticed this with, with I think, pretty much every woman I've ever come across, is that she waits for that moment where she one day looks at her partner and goes, I don't believe in us anymore. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you what I I heard that comment? I I heard it in 2000 and... um, I'll describe it in other, other ways well. Mm-hmm. I was working um, with an amazing woman. I won't say a name, but she does listen. <laughs> and um, Hello, everyone. She's, uh, yeah, <laughs> hi. Um, she, said, she said the moment is when the woman is taking the washing off the line and realises she's not going to iron his clothes again. Yep. And she dumps the ironing thing, you know, the, the ironing bucket or whatever, the, the clothes or whatever, and says, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not cleaning after his mess. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that, whatever mm-hmm. it is. But the other thing was that there's some research out there that talks about that women often wait, but they have disconnected, mm-hmm. like you said, from the relationship much earlier than the physical, the physical breakup. Yes, absolutely. Right. Huge. Where, right? But and, and it is a really deep, deep thing for a woman because that, that is, that is what we do. We create a family. We create mm-hmm. a space. We are the ones that are the legacy um, owners as such. You know, we're the ones that are the, the matriarchs as such. Um, but why can't we be the matriarch for ourselves? Why do we need to, you know, if, if something doesn't work out um, with somebody that you thought you were going to be with for the rest of your life, I had this beautiful chat with a young, young boy that I've known since he was four um, and he's now in a, a pretty lovely relationship. But, um, you know, the thing that I was going to say is, why do you think that at 20 or 21 that you've met the love of your life? Because if you're not swimming upstream with them together, you are going to be destined to be different as you get older. 
because experience teaches us a lot of things. And if that person is not for you, it is okay to say, hey, with respect, we're probably not going the right direction, probably not going to work out. Um, you know, I've, I've loved you for what you've done and what you've brought to the table, but it's not working out for me anymore. And it's okay. okay. Now I'm saying this now. It's I'm saying this now. But but the 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 um the agony that people go through when they're holding that they make terrible decisions. Some have affairs. Some go and um you know get get on the uh you know they they become alcoholics or they've got gambling addictions, sex addictions, whatever it is. They make terrible decisions because they can't tell the truth. Yeah, but but, but the thing is also to themselves. Well, well they, well, they usually can. Easy. Most of these people do know the truth. It it is what, but what it is, it comes down to it's it's too painful because they blame themselves way too, painful. or they or, or they feel guilty or they feel ashamed or, or whatever it comes down to, and, and yes. so and so they act out their shame, they act out their guilt, they act out their their pain, and 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 so they try to. Um, um, medicate themselves in whatever form that may be you know mm. um and and what what ends up happening is 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 that 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 narrative keeps going that narrative that holds them in place keeps going and, and and keeps telling them that they have to stay that they can't go that they're not enough they're not good enough and they're not right enough and they're not beautiful enough and nobody will want them and they'll mm-hmm. be on their own and they're also sometimes and, and this is not just men that ha- or women that has do this it happens to men too so mm-hmm. i don't want to chop off men's yes. like so-called balls as well you yeah. know what i mean because totally agree. because it, it, it does happen, happen to, men. to men you know and and, yeah. and 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 the thing is it's about it's about being truthful to yourself and honest to yourself, but it's also I want to turn around and say for those who do stay, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's okay. okay. It's absolutely okay. You know what I mean? And and you don't have to justify yourself to anybody. Yes, you know, because I, it, it's nobody else's business. You know. I had a friend who got me into spiritualism and she was in a horrendously abusive, sort of like um, physically abusive sort of like um, relationship. And she would come and she would show us all her bruises and her broken ribs and her broken fingers and cigarette burns, it burns into her body um, and all that sort of stuff. And so, you know, friends tried to like organise to get her out of there and they came to get her to like rescue her and take her and her children away and she told them all to fuck off. She said, and they said, why? And, and, and she said, because I'm not going anywhere. And so she stayed, you know, she stayed. And I remember asking her once, why do you stay? And she said, oh, you know what it's like, you know. And she was looking at him through the window and she goes, you know, when you see a puppy in the street that's been kicked to the curb and you just want to help it, she said, that's what he is to me. Wow. But, what, but, what the, the, but when you stood back and looked at it, he was actually – as much as his, the message that he was saying, giving her was, get away from me. I don't want you anymore. I don't have the courage to walk out myself. I don't have the guts to leave myself because I want you to be the bad person. I want you to take the blame. So I'm mm-hmm. going to beat the crap out of you. And the message that I'm giving you is go away. I don't want you, you know. And, and the message she was getting was, well, if I stay with him, I don't have to then try. I know what I'm living in. Mm -hmm. I'm accepting it. I don't like it. I complain to everybody else about it. 
but I, but I am, I'm making my choice. And she made her choice, you know, and eventually I turned around and said, I love you, but I can't be around you any longer. Mm. I can't sit here and watch and you display your bruises and your broken bones and your cigarette burns saying, look at them, look at my pain, look at my suffering, but refuse to do anything about it and to have two children watch the whole thing go on. So I stepped away and haven't heard from her since, you know. So, mm-hmm. and that's okay, you know what I mean? The situation is not. The situation no. is horrendous. So, you know, the, you know, the, the whole situation is, is, is beyond horrendous. It's, it's, it, I, I, there's no words for it. You know, um, but she's made her choice and, 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 and you can't take away her power from her. You can't take away her situation, you know. So, and that's an extreme version, you know. There are many, many reasons why people stay. And, 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 and there's also the, the reason is that they still love the person they're with, mm. even though the person's an arsehole. Um, oh. You know, you have... But what is it's, love? It, what absolutely. is love? Absolutely, that's the whole thing. You know, what what you consider to be love is not what somebody else considers to be love. You know, we've we've gone mm. on a different like role of like you know what we're, what we're sort of like what we're, we're talking about. But it's still the old narrative playing playing tricks with us that are yes. holding us in place that are letting us believe that we 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 don't deserve better. You know, and here we are. Yeah. You know, we have transformed our lives or are beginning to transform our lives. We are starting to believe in ourselves in the most beautiful of ways. Mm-hmm. We're starting to look at ourselves differently. We're starting to see ourselves differently. We're starting to say that it's okay. Like for me, you know, you know, people have always said that I should be out there and I should be a, and I was like, no, 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 I can't do it. I, I, I'm too fat. But people, I don't want people, you know, people would say, go on television, Russell. And I go, no way. I'm not going on television. Look how fat I am. You know, so I kept the excuse. You know, I kept the narrative running. And, then, and I still went out there. I did shows in the clubs and stuff like that. You know, I was out in front of public and doing shows of up to 500 people and radio and all sorts of things like that. But then I would just crawl back in my little hole and just tuck myself away, you know. And now I'm starting to say to myself, and, and with the help of these two stunningly attractive coaches and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that it's time to, that, that, that I actually have something to say and, and, that, and what I have to say people will want to hear. You know, so mm. we're, we're, you know, so basically what we're saying here is, is that we're, we're still work in progress. We are in the process of, um, what's the word? Um, it's progress, not perfection. Well, we're in the process of liberating ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, setting ourselves free, <clears throat> like um, not demanding too much of ourselves, but demanding enough to make ourselves keep believing in ourselves. And hopefully one day, Little bit by little bit by little bit, we won't be asking other people what they think. We'll just be asking ourselves what we think. Bingo, that is you know? that is it. Yeah, that. Yep. Ding, yes, ding. exactly. And for those out there that are that are struggling and going through their stuff, you know, you bring people into your life to add to your life, mm-hmm. to create to create positive support. And, and, and if, if people around you are subtracting from your life and, and, and are continuing to subtract, then sometimes you've got to actually, like, make a decision, you know, and especially when it comes to, like, um, 
like even family. Family are just so difficult. You know, I, I, I love my family. I do. I love them very much. They are my greatest love and they are my greatest disappointment. You know, um, they will never see me. They will never understand me. They will never truly get where I'm coming from. I am still that fat, incapable person as far as I think they're concerned. And, but, you know, what else do I show them? Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's about, yeah, me taking what I know I've got inside of me mm-hmm. and starting to just, and starting to give it to the world around me you know, and surrounding myself with those who will add to my life and support my life and to support support my decisions and, and, and my lifestyle and all that sort of stuff and, and create friendships, families, lives, like careers that will flourish, mm-hmm. that will flourish, you know. Um, we are all subjects to our conditioning. It, that is, it's, that is, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, the conditioning ultimately will never go away. Our childhoods can never be taken away from us. Life has been what it is. Every step that we take is a step into the future and so therefore everything else becomes the past in that step. You can't change the past, but you can change how you react to the past. Mm-hmm. Are you a reactor? Mm-hmm. Or are you reactionary? Um, and when you become reactionary, you become like the leaf in the wind that is controlled by everything else except for yourself, you know, and ultimately you're controlled by fear and anger and base energies that need see things like fear and anger, they have to be constantly recharged. They're not something that yeah. self that, that self feeds itself. It has to constantly be like 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 um, added to like like a fire. If you let the the wood go down, if you don't add wood to it, it will go out. And it's the same with anger and frustration and and all these other all these other emotions. They are they are not base emotions on their own. They are something that you have that that that, that are they are a reaction to something else. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and when you take away the fuel, then those energies will start to dissipate. And then what ends up happening is people say, well, if I'm not this angry person, if I'm not this shameful person, if I'm not this this guilty person or whatever, what am I then? What am I then? You know, you know, what else, how, how do I become something that, something that I've never known what else is? And it's scary. It's scary to not know what else you can become. You've just got to take a leap. You've got to take a leap mm. of faith. And as I said to you, all that stuff, it doesn't go away. It does. It, it, it goes away. It suppresses, it, not suppresses, it, 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 it um, unravels, it unwinds. It goes to a place where mm. you're not reacting to it anymore. It's 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 not ashamed based anymore. You can look back and go, "Wow, I used to be like that, but that's not who I am today." I think that's a really good point, Russell. Because when I think about how far I've come, my old reactions were drama, yep. explosion. Oh my god, what am I going <laughs> to yep. do? I could never yeah. imagine. And then, I could never imagine. Never imagine. <laughs> and now it's more. Hey, this happened to me today. Today, there's still a little bit of drama around it because of the way I express myself. It's it's and natural. That's fine. It's like my um, yeah, yeah that's people, fine. People think but I'm dramatic. I'm just the, so wrong. 
<laughs> but the feelings of what it does to your body, the feeling in the moment when it happens to you, if it's lessened, then it's starting to actually not uh-huh. control you. Mm-hmm. It's starting to not have energy and it's actually you're, you're breathing new life into exactly. the new you way you do things. And all you're doing is you're testing and measuring your new way. And we do it at work sometimes. Like I might introduce something new and they're all like, oh, are we going to trust her? Are we going to trust her? You know, is it going to work? <laughs> it does. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah. It does work. It does work because I posted something that Beyonce talks about visualising where your new yeah. world is. You know, I can see the colours. I can see what I'm wearing. I can see, I can see that new thing that I'm bringing into my world, the manifesting of that new life. And I was going to just um, quickly, if I could, something that got given to me, Brene Brown came to Sydney and did a show um, around to one of her first books, uh, uh, Dare to, uh, uh, it was one of the, the the first books that she released and I couldn't go. And there was a reason behind I couldn't go. It was some, I didn't get any support or help to go and grow and thrive, you know, cause I was in that bad space. Um, but my girlfriend got me the book, signed it from Brene Brown and then put the postcard in there. And I put it on my wall um, in my office at home, but I, I see it every day and it's in yellow and it's just this. Um, the truth is that falling hurts. The dare is to keep being brave and feel your way back up. Absolutely. And that's, and that's what I was going to say into like concluding with this and all this stuff is if you do fall, if you find yourself falling back into the old patterns, if you fall, find yourself stopping, and standing still for a minute or collapsing or whatever, don't give yourself a hard time. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong. There's no shame in that. There's no there's no negativity in saying, today I can't do it. I don't have it within me today to do. You know, just be honest with yourself. I can't do it today. I don't want to do it today. Because the next day, I'll be like, oh, can't be bothered. And then the next day I'll be like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get up. Because you'll get sick of yourself. What will happen is you'll get sick of yourself. You'll get Mm -hmm. sick of the negative conditioning. You'll get sick of the negative thoughts. And you'll go, oh, for goodness sake, just get on the bike and do it. And then you get on and think, oh, what was I worried about? What was I giving myself a hard time for, you know? Exactly. You know what I mean? Going on Instagram and stuff like that. Fear. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? You know, what, what? and all of a sudden it's like, well, hey, what am I worried about? You know, so letting go of, go of old stuff. So for all those out there who are listening to us, we know. Mm-hmm. We know what you're going through. We know the moments that you're going through and we're here to support and to help and, and to just chat about it and, yes, for us all to hear. So, you know, I'm a reader and a healer, and if you ever need a, a reading or a healing, you can contact me on my um, email, which we're putting in the description, yeah. and, and the girls are here if you want to get onto their Instagrams and have a chat with them about their stuff as well because they're really powerful people in their own right. Diane's an amazing PR lady, mm. so if you ever need a PR lady mm. out there, anybody who needs any PR work done, any marketing done and stuff like that, I'm telling you she is the woman to get it done. I love it. You know? You know, and um, she she can make it happen for you. So, so yes, and and of course, Kedra is just Kedra because she's just perfect in her own right. 
and and you, oh, you need to chat you. with her. You know, she's <laughs> she's she's going to be doing stuff in the future that we'll talk about. So, okay, so we're just going to stop for a second. I'm just going to take a big after all that. Let's just take a big deep breath and just like out it goes. Just blow it all out, all the stuff. Just get rid of all the stuff just for this moment, just for this moment. Every single person who's listening, blow it all out. Deep breath in, bring the light in, bring the energy in, bring the positive energy in and just like for one second, just for one moment and one second, allow yourself to be free. Allow yourself to be okay allow yourself to breathe in this moment because it is these little moments, it is these little steps that lead to big steps, that lead to strides, that leads to you getting up and you getting yourself and running. So allow yourself to breathe. Allow yourself to take that breath, universal energies of light. We ask that we take this breath into our essence and into our very being taking it all the way down into the grounding foundation and allowing ourselves to relax on the inside, unravel and unwind and breathing out into the world, releasing it and setting it free, setting it all free, setting it all free, setting our hearts free, our minds free, our souls free, our bodies, our essence free and just letting ourselves breathe. Mm. So thank you to everybody for today and look forward to our next podcast thank you for joining us and thank, thank you Russell. Russell thank you girls thank, thank you, you everybody and yeah <laughs> we'll talk to you next time guys thank you